Hello, it's Charlotte's sister, C. Farrell, host of Powered by Age, Canada's longest-running senior-led podcast that invites you to do what you love. This podcast is for you if you love writing or telling stories, if you love sharing poetry or doing interviews. This podcast is for you if you love working on ways to create age-friendly cities. This podcast is for you if you love learning how to tame technology and get more out of virtual events, if you love finding more ways to share your heritage or traditions. If you love any of these things, you can go beyond listening and join our weekly podcast group. Simply email pbaafc at gmail.com and put your name in the subject line. Powered by Age is sponsored by the Government of Canada, New Horizons Grant, the 411 Senior Center Society, and GNF Financial Group. Good morning, good morning. This is Charlotte Frail, your own sister C, powered by Ages Canada's largest, longest running senior led podcast. And we're acknowledging that our work takes place on the unceded lands of the Squamish, Musqueam, and Salewatoos people. We also acknowledge that we are from different parts of the country, different parts of the world. So in each of those places, we're acknowledging that there are indigenous people that have first settled those lands. And at some point within our lifetime, there will be a reconciliation of the lands to those people. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce uh, our special guest today is Johnny Proby. She is an international vocalist, a sound healer, uh, teacher and workshop provider. And the question we ask is, do you know what your heart song is? As each of us, you know, what we do on Powered by Age is the people that come on early get to introduce themselves. But today, the thing I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself is your name and what is your favorite song? So let's start with Leslie. Hey, I'm Leslie Hebert from New Westminster. Um, so I'm a, a writer and a poet and an ESL teacher. I teach online. And my favorite song, that's a tough one, but I think it has to be Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Hmm, okay. I uh, remember when I had the album, I actually wore it out, listened to it, listening to it. it was, I heard it so many times. So. Oh, I can imagine that. I love that song too. Um, Neil? Introduce yourself and tell us what is your favorite song. Hi, my name is Neil Ryan. Uh, I'm a poet and a short story writer, and uh, I'm published, uh, self-published, uh, but I am on Amazon. So M the music that I hear is a jazz recording from one of several, actually, back in the probably 1960 19 between 60 yeah around 1960 um would be uh i'm trying to remember the name <laughs> happens um, to me too yeah uh, well if i have to choose one uh, dave bruvek was a piano player that was uh totally off the wall I loved his piano playing. He was like Bach, uh, but but in jazz. And uh, the the he had a piece of music that he played at the, the Newport Jazz Festival in '54. I guess it would be 
Uh, I'm an old guy. I've been around for quite a while. So um, anyway, it's called. Uh, uh, I can hear this song in my head. <laughs> uh, and the end. Uh, if you hum a few bars, we might recognize it. Say that. Say again. I'd say if you hum a few bars, we might recognize it. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, it it's it's deep in the heart of jazz, and I've I've got very few people that I know that would even even remember the the. Uh, it's called a, a two part contention. Which is very, very bockish in its, in its, even in the title, it's a two-part contention instead it's of a two-part. It's not take five, is it? Is it take five? No, that's Paul. De that's uh, Paul Desmond and 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 Brubeck, and that was probably their most famous piece of music. Take five, written mm. by Paul Desmond and and. Uh, Da, 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 da. Yeah, that's that's I recognize that one. But um, uh, Brubeck took the idea from Bach of a two-part in invention and made it a two-part contention. And uh, uh, but uh, well, don't worry, it'll hey, come hey, back to I, you. I, no, no, no. It's called a two-part contention. Oh. And, and 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 but here. I love music, absolutely love music. Uh, you can be, give me rock and roll, or you can give me a Bach uh, uh, two-part intention, invention. So. Okay, um, Suzanne. I had a jazz thing too, but the only thing I thought about was my girl. That <laughs> mm. <laughs> I. That was, I think, was a Smokey Robinson's "My Girl." Yes, yeah, <laughs> I love that too. Yeah. Okay. And tell us your whole name. Oh, it's Suzanne Isabel Simmons. And actually, my Isabel, I was named after a lady who was from Canada, who lived in Akron, Ohio. Wow. Principal in Canada. Yeah. I mean, in Akron rather, but she moved from Canada down to Akron. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, Ramona. Hi everyone, I'm Dr. Ramona Srinivasan, a retired professor from Bombay University. Um, I have a few published academic texts to my credit, but more than writing, I love music and singing in particular, the songs of Nat King Cole. Um, and as we're approaching Christmas, my favorite uh, hymn, is Oh Holy Night, but you asked about my favorite song and that is Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, oh nice place. It connects with, with Johnny's background of water. <laughs> there would be a rainbow. Yeah, um, and I love the version of that by that Hawaiian singer and I can't, he's got a very long name. It's Isaiah Kawaka Amole or something. He was he was very overweight and he died very young, but he has a beautiful version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow. This is the uh, the original one from The mm -hmm. Wizard of Oz. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. Uh, thank you, Nancy. Hello, I just joined in. I didn't hear what the question was. Oh, people were introducing yourself. 
And what's your favorite song? Oh, my favorite song. Oh, Lord. Um, I don't know what my favorite song is off the top of my head, but I've been having the song <laughs> Frozen running through my head for days on end because my daughter's been listening to it. And, <laughs> and all of a sudden I'm like, what is that in the back of my mind? And that's what I hear. Um, and I'm, my name's Nancy Sinclair. And it's a beautiful sunny day over here. I'm in Nanaimo in Vancouver Island. And um, I have a great passion for photography and the beautiful outdoors. Very blessed to live in British Columbia. And uh, writing. And, and I love music. But like I said, I can't necessarily think of my favorite, favorite off the top of my head. Oh, but phrase, Frozen is good. It would well, leads. only after so many times. <laughs> It's a bit it's been, right now. <laughs> it's been very fitting because we've been having frozen. You know, it, it, Vancouver is interesting. It can snow in the morning and you can be outside in the stretch to rain. When I first came here and that happened to me, it scared me to death because I thought, how can snow and rain be coming out of the sky at the same time? And then I was worried that it would freeze before I got home and I would fall. So, uh, and then Nancy's surrounded by water on an island. So she has a great opportunity to have wow. those dust of frozen air. Uh, I've said my song, my favorite song is also uh, a jazz tune. It's uh, John Coltrane, I Love Supreme. And something yeah. with the flow and rise of that song, sometimes in doing uh, poetry, I try to get that kind of feel when I'm performing a poem. And so all these things, all this talk about songs and favorite songs leads us to Johnny, who is not only a wonderful vocalist and may share some of her or tell us about some of her music today. She also uses uh, music and sound is a part of healing, working with people with threat, with uh, stress, working with people who uh, are dealing with stress. This season coming up, there are a lot of stressful things because people are wanting to go from America to Canada, as simple as that is, or Canada over to the States. They've had all these changes in uh, air traffic and other little things that are stressors. But today, in her presentation and talk, she's got to talk about how we can transfer that stress to somewhere else, but also to understand what your heart song is telling you. And I'll see. Just before we have her start talking, another person has joined us. Oh, Aileen. Uh, Aileen? Yes. Oh, you can introduce yourself and tell what your favorite song is. That's what we're doing before we hear about our own heart songs from Johnny. Oh, my favorite song. That's really, I'll tell you. <laughs> I think I I love the song I believe. Mm. That's an old old song, but uh, yes, I like that's my heart tone song. I believe. Okay, and Elita is a retired librarian, a person who is uh, uh, loves art loves bringing artists and writers into her home to help them launch their work. She helped me to launch my book, Heart Bomb, with a gingerbread and tea party at her place. So welcome, welcome. Uh, you I'm have happy to be here. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. <laughs> okay. And I'd like to say my jazz song is Poinciana by Ahmad Jamal. I could yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. I know oh, that. I piece. love Poinciana. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Get, just put things onto my listening list for the weekend. <laughs> uh, OK, 
Okay, Johnny Proby. Such a great idea. Thank you so much, Sister C, and thank you, everyone. I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here with you today and to talk about music and how uh, something as simple as a sigh can be healing to our body and could be music to our soul and could even be our heart song. Um, so what I'd like to start out with is that everyone has selected their song. And the purpose for asking that is if you are ever finding yourself, especially this time of year, uh, with emotions that may be triggered by someone or just feeling a, a certain kind of way and not knowing what to do next, you could go to your your heart song, your song that you just selected, that you just named, or maybe someone else, some, another song might come to mind. And the intention of doing, of knowing that, or having that song right in hand, or even a song that maybe someone else has named, and you can add that to your list, is so that when you are in those those spaces and times, it could help you out of that state of worry, fear, doubt, whatever uh, might be triggering you to put you in a better place and create some uh, hormones that are more um, mood regulate, regulating for you, which is what the intention is about having a playlist of songs that you can always go to. So for me, in this holiday season, one of my favorite songs is uh, someone mentioned Nat King Cole and his favorite song for me is chestnuts roasting on an open fire jack frost nipping at your nose you tie carols being sung by a choir and folks dressed like Eskimos. Everybody knows a turkey and mistletoe. Helps to make the season bright. Tiny tots with their eyes hollow glow will find it hard to sleep tonight. They know Santa's on his way. He's loaded lots of toys and good is on his sleigh. Every mother's child is gonna spy to see if reindeer know how to fly. And so I'm offering 
a simple phrase to each and every one of you. It's been said many times, many Oh my goodness! Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So, I, I, so I'll, I'll bring up another question here and ask: When you think about a, a song, uh, maybe your your favorite Christmas song, since we're talking about favorites, let's maybe think about a song and how the the great memory that might bring that song might bring up for you, which is another way of being able to connect um, with your heart song or with your heart self. So what do you mean by your heart self exactly? What makes you feel good? Hmm. Your heart self. This is so, so if, if uh, I'll just go back to the song we just finished and that song brings me back to my childhood and it reminds me of the time when we went, I have eight sisters and four brothers and when we were all together. Uh, rarely was that the case because our family was so large, but at Christmas time we would all come together, um, open toys for the young ones, fam uh, older ones in the kitchen cooking with mom, um, and those were great memories and it brought back. And so when I think about that, it really puts my heart in a place of singing because it just reminds me of a joyful time in my life. So that's what I mean by your heart. Um, so if that might trigger or a song might trigger a memory uh, during this holiday season for you, uh, that's what I was putting on the table. Is there a particular song that triggers a memory for you, Ramona? Yes, it does. <laughs> like I mentioned, my favorite hymn is Oh Holy Night. So it reminds me of um, practicing in the choir for Christmas and being selected to sing that solo at the Midnight Mass. Mm -hmm. My brother also sang and later conducted the choir. So those are very precious memories. And in fact, today I'm going to be singing Santa Baby at another meetup group called Once a Singer. So the season means a lot because of you know, the various songs and the hymns. You know, the songs make me think of growing up in Kansas City, uh, Macy's, well, there was a plaza and, and they would, the stores had music playing outside. So as you were walking from one store to the other, you might hear jingle bells or uh, a whole array of songs. But Oh Holy Night also makes me think of, uh, when I was in uh, grade school, they would always have rehearsals and we were rehearsing Oh Holy Night and I was trying so hard to get the alto part. And then the smell of the school, there were two Dunbars. It was Dunbar North and Dunbar South. And 
one of them still burned coal. So there was the smell of coal in the building. And so when I think of Old Holy Night, I think of the coal, but then I also think of how happy we were when uh, our class presented our song at the, at the uh, Joint School Choir. Joyous memories I love. So how do you work with that, uh, Jenny, when people are down? Or how do you work with people's heart song or heart energy to create a shift in a feeling or emotion? Yeah, very good question. So what is um, important is, first of all, I, once we can identify the song that might be of um, that might be of interest to a person um, in bringing that song uh, centering self and then bringing bringing that song into mind it can help someone who may not uh, remember let's just say an, an Alzheimer's patient that I'm working with uh, may not ha have memory of much at all but if but if we play the song if we ask the question do you remember you know such and such and no they do not remember but if you play the song and say do you remember this song not only will they remember the song but they will remember times where they were when that song was most most popular or most important to them or remember it bring back memories for them and that's something that we call um, that we call triggering um, their memory so it can really be beneficial and helpful to them to, to not only bring back memories, but it puts them in a mood of remembering what it, what it felt like to be there. And all of that brings back truly um, wonderful feelings of emotions and can really serve them in a wonderful way, what they, they call the happy or the pleasure uh, hormones or endorphins that are really good for the body and, and for the mind and the spirit. Music really is good nourishment for the whole body and body system. That is one way that we really use music, that music can be used to help uh, in memory, help with memory care. You've said, even if you sing out of tune, people make me feel bad sometimes, like my sister. <laughs> when I sing and she says, you know you can't sing. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, how, how uh, the point that you made that even if you sing out of tune, that singing can bring you back into like even things like your breathing or uh, how you move about the house or move about the place in a day. Absolutely. So if you think about a sigh, <sighs> you feel that in your body. So if we can all do a sigh together, you can think about where do you really feel that in your body when you really release the sigh? <sighs> Where do you feel that in your body? I felt it in my chest. Yes. Me in too. your heart space. Behind my shoulders. One more time. Behind my shoulders back here. Yes. Relief. Just so so you didn't need a you don't need a singing voice to, to to say it to pronounce or just say a sigh. That's just like releasing. The sound ah. Oh. That's another way of releasing. That's a that's a sound that we can make without needing a singing voice. 
even just this is something that I've recently started doing and I find that it really helps me when my mind gets to the place where I'm over and over again repeating something that I know is not is a negative thought I go to OM because I know that it's a universal place that it opens up my whole mind and takes me away from the thought of can't I can't I cannot I can't 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 if I'm in that space of OM, there is nothing else that could come in that space for me. So I'm just finding sounds that that really helps, takes me into a more positive state of mind and emotion. And that's that can be considered uh, mood regulating. That's really beneficial. So the more that we can stay in this place where we are more calm and peace with self and less worry, and less doubt, less concern. Um, we are we are being more. We are really serving ourselves to be more at health, more in health. That is the intention. Does anyone else have an experience around that? Having a sound that you release to give yourself comfort, or a sound that you use to uh, relieve stress? Deep breathing. May I, Charlotte? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I find that chanting a mantra, that's also a kind of sound. So that that helps very much like Johnny spoke about home. So we have various mantras which uh, could, you know, change our mood keep us more focused. So I don't want to share the mantra unless you want me to, but I find that very useful. Extremely useful. Yes, could you uh, do my... Does anyone want to hear a bit of the chant that uh, Ramona does? Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so this is actually the title of the Lotus Sutra. Um, and and it's in Japanese. So the title of the Lotus Sutra, which was written by Shakyamuni Buddha, is Myoho Renge Kyo. And to that, a Buddhist scholar of the 13th century added the word nam, which means devotion, like you know. So nam. Myoho is the mystic law, Renge is the lotus flower, and Kyo is the sound or sutra. So that whole mantra is Nam, Myoho, Renge, Kyo. So repeating this constantly puts us in our, um, input, puts our lives in accordance with the, the basic law of the universe, which is that of cause and effect. So actually, there's a lot of philosophy behind this. But even if you don't know what it means um, and you're just chanting, it does bring all those immense benefits that music does, like Johnny just shared with us. So it just goes, you, you just chant it in a very monotonous way. It's, this has nothing to do with any religious belief. So it's just, it just goes like this. I hope that gives you some idea. 
it's it's quite interesting. Thank you for the explanation because I've heard some people say when they hear people chanting, uh, they don't know what it means or they think that they they have myths and misunderstandings. So thank you for explaining what that is and that it doesn't have to mean uh, anything too deep. That it's just relieving and it is positive. Yeah, that was beautiful. It, it takes me to uh, a singer that we all may remember, be familiar with, Tina Turner, mm. um, who definitely used um, that particular chant or mantra. Right. Um, right. Yeah, and she, she does. She does. It's basically saved her so many times when she was going through her life struggles, um, and how that mantra was just beneficial to her in her daily life. So, um, thank you, Ramona. Very beautiful. Yeah, I've been chanting this for the past seventeen years, mm -hmm. and I've also experienced wonderful things in my life thanks to the chant. Mm -hmm. Very good. Very good. What about breathing patterns? Is there a way, you know, sometimes when people get afraid of things, they hold their breath. Other times people, you know, kind of pant. But is there a particular thing that's better for relieving your heart when you are scared or when you're very happy? <laughs> What's the connection between breathing and your heart? Well, for me, I think, um... Well, there are different types of breathing patterns. They they have numbers four breath in, hold four, release at four. So I, I I just say whatever you whatever works for you, because what I what may might work for me may not work for someone else. So I always just say follow your heart is is where I would go with that. But what I would like to add to to that is when you are in that space and trying to figure out if you take a breath in and go to your heart space and think of the word, maybe gratitude, think of appreciation, think of love as you're taking in that breath. That is, if you hold that space with that intention of feeling of gratitude, what does it feel like when you're really grateful for something? What does it feel like when you're holding your pet and, and they're loving you unconditionally and you're loving them back? Whatever that feels like when you're taking in that breath, if you hold that space, that will be able to help you maintain a sense of peace a sense of calm and a sense of coherence, which is meaning your mind and your your heart are connected and they are on, they are on one accord or in in sync with one another. Um, and I think that's something just to really keep in mind. So if you think about taking in a deep breath, and then your in your go to your heart space and think of appreciation, think of love joy, gratitude, as you're centering in that space, would like to know that you're loved? and to release that. Give you a very warm feeling. 
Yes. And you can do that anywhere. You can be driving, not closing your eyes, but I mean, just thinking about going to that heart space, you could be uh, in the grocery store standing in line and getting impatient because the person in front of you is, you know, whatever, whatever, however long the line is. And instead of getting frustrated about having to be there, um, think about the fact that you have funds to pay for what you're buying and maybe the person in front of you may not. So instead of getting upset with that, being in that space, just go to gratitude. I'm grateful that I could stand here in this moment. I'm grateful that I'm not in a wheelchair. Somebody has to, you know, take me to the grocery store. I'm grateful that I'm able to just be here in this moment. In that space of gratitude can really help you you stay in that space of calm. Something I'd like to bring up here, uh, that I think is really important. Um, our bodies have it has its own rhythm. And so in the beta state is where we are when we are normally awake, our normal engagement and activity. But the and and um, the alpha state is where we are calm and relaxed. But if we stay in the beta state all the time, you know, I just say so eight hours a day, if we are awake eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, and we're, we're in that space, then we really stay in a stressful state. But if we could find some time throughout the day to go into a meditation, a quiet, or listening to our favorite song, going in into, into that alpha state, we could find calm and relaxation. It's really helpful uh, for us to, it helps us to stay healthy. A meditation, or just taking a relaxing break to just reflect on you know, life as it is, accepting life for, for the way it is instead of the way we want it to be. Um, or at, when we get into theta, we're in that deep relaxation, daydreaming. And then of course, delta when we're in our deep sleep. But I'm bringing this up is because I think it's important to recognize that coming out, finding ways throughout the day to come out of beta, out of that stressful state, uh, just out of constantly in our heads, to find the, find the time to go to that alpha state where we can relax. When we do that, the more we do that, the more we can find less stress in our lives, the more we can, we can become healthier, create healthier habits, basically. So it's encouraging to be able to take the time to, even if it's just however long your favorite song is, decide I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick a time of day that I'm gonna listen to my favorite song at least once a day. And how happy that will make you feel, then you'll find another song maybe to add to that list. And maybe by the end of the week or the end of the month, you might have four songs that you just decide, okay, I'm gonna listen to these songs. And notice how it makes you feel and the more you do that, the more you are nourishing your nervous system. And when you nourish, nourishes, nourishing your nervous system helps you to be calm when situations come up that you can't control. You're, you're practicing and giving your body a chance to learn how to handle that fight or, fight or flight state. And when you really need to fight or flight, you'll be prepared because you're building that muscle by practicing. Nancy, I'm not sure whether you are, are there right now or not, but I know you go walking in the morning with uh, your dog. Well, we have three people that walk early in the morning. Suzanne walks early in the morning, and uh, Neil walks at different times, morning, 
they <laughs> down caves. But uh, what are some things do you notice or think about your your breathing when you have a scary situation like a bear occurring along your path? <laughs> you know, it's funny that you just asked me to speak right now because I'm such a glorious such a glorious day outside right now and I just uh I'm fortunate I live five minutes from the beach here in Nanaimo so I just walked down to the beach to mail some Christmas cards and now I'm walking uphill to the mountain because I'll get to look over at the ocean and see the mountains and everything so I was just listening to what Johnny was saying and it's it is so true about music and what it does because you know, I, I listen to a lot of meditation music every day, and I do. I get up early, and, and I love walking and being outside, and I'm really, um, really aware. Like, it's not very often I listen to the radio, say, when I'm driving, but if I turn it on, it'll agitate me more than anything, so I'll switch over to listening to, like, some spiritual teachings or whatever, and... And I just have been thinking as I've been listening to everybody, like there's a Ray Charles song, which I just absolutely love. I can't think of the title right now, but, but I can feel it running through my body. I can feel the energy and I, and I know that I have the opportunity to connect in my heart at any time I choose to. So if I'm, you know, if I'm out in the mall or something or standing in that grocery line that she was speaking to, then I can put my thoughts into something and then I can choose to hear what I want to hear in my head to, to be in that heart space and, and just to be calm and relaxed. So, so to be outside right now and to be hiking up the mountain, to look out to the ocean, to see them, to see your side of Vancouver and, um, and knowing that I can pull in different sounds into my head, like this Ray Charles song, I can't think of the title of it, but I can, I can hear it playing in my head and one of the reasons it meant so much to me is when I was married, um, you know, I would be downstairs, say, in the house doing whatever, and my husband would be upstairs doing whatever, and we would be playing um, his music, and this one particular song would come on, and he'd come flying down the stairs, and then we'd waltz in the kitchen together <laughs> and not say anything, just waltz and, and then kiss each other, give each other a hug, and then he'd go back to what he was doing, and I'd go back to what I was doing, and it is such a beautiful memory. I, I just, so yeah, music is so powerful. And, and like she was saying, like it's just a way to calm your heart and your mind and get into a space of, of gratitude. And so I think that when I'm on the trails <laughs> and I come across the bears when I'm walking dogs, I think because I spend so much time in meditation and, and doing things to be centered from my heart through gratitude and that I think it it all feeds to that ability to be calm when a stressful situation does come up because it's my practice to stay connected in my heart so that scares <laughs> me to death but it, maybe when you talk about your heart has a rhythm because you're doing that that the bear she she'll be walking the dogs and she sees a bear and she takes a knee and the dogs come to her and they they stay quiet so there's something in her heart that must resonate <laughs> with the dog's heart and then the bear comes along and it's like mama bear says, oh hi and keeps on walking <laughs> so uh, 
Maybe it's the the rhythm of your heart that connects with them. <laughs> mm, that's so oh, yeah. Good. So I think it's just, uh, I just really truly believe it's it's just a blessing and a gift because, and it's, I just have this connection to to the bears and and like you know I've had experiences where I've been driving down the highway, you know either as a driver or passenger on highway speed, and I've just known when to look up or when to look over. And there's an eagle or there's a, you know, a bear or something. I had an experience one time when I was driving with my husband and, and I was a passenger. He was driving. We're on this busy highway. And I had my head down because I'd been reading out loud to him. And all of a sudden I said, oh, stop, there's a bear. And he's like, what are you talking about? I said, I know there's a bear back there. So we were, we pulled off to one side and wasn't anybody around and we backed up. And sure enough, I was just like, you know, if you just, just look over there, you know, 12 o'clock, you know, a few, you know, hundred meters back. And sure enough, there was a bear. So it's just, um, it's just a gift that the universe has bestowed upon me. And I'm just, I'm so grateful for it because I just get called to look up and look over and, and um, and then I get to commune and connect with the wildlife. It's quite fascinating, actually. That is fascinating. I was like, like we've only seen possums where I walk. No bears. <laughs> I would not want to see a bear. <laughs> that is fascinating, though. Yeah, um, Nancy, I would say I, I bless you um, that you are in tune with self. That yeah. is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're on an island? I live in um, on Vancouver Island in British Columbia. So Charlotte lives in uh, Vancouver, in the lower mainland. And then I live across the across the pond, as they say, in a in a city called Nanaimo. So I'm in the center of Vancouver Island. So we have the choice to go north or south. And yeah, it's beautiful. And today, like I say, in this particular moment, the sun's out and like Charlotte said, it snowed a couple of days ago, but now we're almost at summer. <laughs> I've been on where she lives in, in Vancouver. That was years ago. For, Vancouver is beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. I have uh, incorporated a song in one of my recent poems. It's about three minutes long. You know my Yellow Umbrella song, uh, Charlotte? I, I remember. I, I can't remember the tune. I, I can remember having heard it, but no. Yes. <laughs> Who said well, yes? Somebody I, said yes. I'd love to share it with with Johnny because it's very much in tune with what she's teaching today. And uh, it's it's called the Yellow Umbrella. May I? Certainly. The Yellow Umbrella. The gloom of the morning cloud set the mood of the day. I sat at the bus stop, huddled against the cold morning wind, bemoaning the fact the gray gloom permeated all. It had rained all night, settled into a drizzly morning mist, occasionally expanding into a miniature cloudburst that chilled the bones and mimicked the heaviness that gripped my heart. The useless effort with diet and exercise to regain my health, the frustration and seemingly impossible task to achieve my financial goals. The gloom of the day was a perfect match for my resident misery in my mind. 
Down the street, a ray of yellow sunshine emerged from the swirling morning mist. A bright yellow umbrella carried by a child of indeterminate age dressed in a bright yellow raincoat with matching cap and boots. A miniature version of a warm loving sun intent on stomping up the biggest puddle splash. And as she splashed, she sang, Sing a song of sunshine, be happy every day. Sing a song of sunshine, you'll chase the clouds away. Be happy every moment, no matter what you do. Just sing a song of sunshine and let the sunshine through. Splash, 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 she splashed her way down the street. And as the yellow umbrella disappeared into the morning, into the misty morning rain, I swear to you, I saw a beam of sunshine splash, splash, splashing down the street beside her. End of poem. Wow, that's beautiful. I can imagine how your heart space opened singing the song. Well, it inspired you to put a song in the middle of a poem. That's for Johnny. That's for Johnny today. Very Thank nice. You. I you. love it. And I could see it. It's so, your read, as you were reading, I could really see those yellow uh, rain boots, the yellow umbrella, just the beautiful sunshine coming through. So just beautiful for the mind and body and soul. Thank you, Neil. Well, I, I, when you were sharing about your heart, heart about lightening the heart, uh, I, I, I thought about that poem and was grateful to be able to share it with you. My pleasure. Thank you. Wow. That brings joy. <laughs> I feel joy in my heart. Hey, anytime I share one of my poems, I feel joy. It is a gift. Uh, I am I am the scribe that writes it down, but it comes from spirit. It has to. Must it must. Well, I believe it. I felt it. Absolutely. And I think that's what this whole conversation is about, being able to find ways to bring joy or uh, to bring joy into our day, into our lives. And that's a perfect example of what it feels like um, to share your gift. You know, um, as we're talking about earlier, you know, being around other people who may be having, who may be having a rough day, just we showing up with a smile. Yeah. You know, uh, could just really brighten someone else's day and just knowing that we are that light that Neil just talked about um, you know in his writing that we are that light and we could shine we could be the light to shine whether we sing it or speak it we are that light to and for one another I thought it was interesting what you said about the different 
uh, ways from alpha, beta, theta, and to get out of beta. Because I think a lot of times with the pace of things going, you know, if you watch the news a, a lot for a long time, mm-hmm. you have that kind of rest feeling. So I think doing a chant like <laughs> Dr. Ramona or just uh, going to music, I find a lot of times during the day, I will switch from that and put on some music and making your own playlist. Uh, you have one workshop that you do about making your, your night sweeter with music. What are some things that you can say about music in the evening, how important music is in the evening before going to sleep? Yeah, so one good habit is when you are preparing yourself for sleep, uh, two hours before bed, Deepak Chopra or others recommend, two hours before bed, if you can maybe turn the TV off and start playing music, it'll start preparing your body for a peaceful night's rest. But what you're doing is uh, sort of setting, uh, regulating your your whole mind, your energy around you when you're turning off. Nancy, uh, um, I'm sorry, the young lady that just finished speaking. Nancy mentioned earlier about um, just sometimes the TV can take you in a place where you feel antsy. But when you switch that and and put on music, it takes you to a place of more coming to calm and relax. So what I normally do is I'd say an hour or two before bed, I put on whatever song I feel that really starts bringing me into that, that space of relaxation. And even before I get to the bed, before I get to meditation and then sleep, I once my body start into that place, I could be preparing dinner with that music on and it takes me to to start winding down. And the more you prepare your body to start regulating into that wind down state, by the time you get to sleep, you are ready for a really peaceful night's sleep, opposed to just turning the TV off and going to sleep. Because when you're doing that regulation, it allows yourself to just come to that calm state. And everything, because everything vibrates, we are made of, uh, what is 80% water so you're giving your body a chance to really come to that state of calm and the thoughts of whatever the TV is left behind when you are releasing it a few hours before bedtime you're not carrying that energy with you to bed you're not carrying the, the whatever the, the thoughts were you're, you're coming into that space allowing yourself to come to that space of calm and peace and I'm sure it could probably help your dream state as well, but just the fact that you're allowing the your energy around you, because as I said, everything vibrates, everything is energy, whether we know it or like it or not, everything is energy and it could be good energy or bad energy, but all energy affects us in one way or the other. And we want to be around energy that's beneficial to our bodies because that's the purpose of being whole and being healthy is be able to is to be able to find ways to create those spaces for ourselves to stay in wholeness and to stay in in calm and peace and the more we do that the more we flourish the younger we become because mm. believe it or not um, the vibrations of music can really help it help us with uh, youth help us to stay younger because stress um, does the opposite <laughs> I there's a song that I started playing sometime at night and I noticed it made me feel well because it's it's 
stating something, and that is What a Wonderful World by uh, Louis Armstrong. Mm -hmm. When he sings it, I just feel like, oh, it really is a wonderful world, and embrace that going to sleep because, uh, you know, his voice is calming, but just repeating. When you have a song that continually repeats something positive, I think. Uh, it generates that same vibration in you. So you reflect back, what a wonderful world, <laughs> rather than, oh my God, what's going to happen next? The world's so yes. bad. And the opposite is true too, when you think about, not say the opposite, but when you think about waking up in the morning, instead of it being the first thing, alarm clock that sort of jolts you out of bed, it could be a, a nice bird song, you know, that sort of just gradually wakes you up and sort of preparing you for... Uh, the day ahead because the jolt just sort of like springs you into um, anxiety into that feeling of oh my god now what you know and it's like it just sort of like it's a ripple effect then the next thing then the next thing and everything just feels like that anxiousness but when you when you can wake up into that that calm uh bird song or whatever the feelings might be then you can gradually then you're then you're setting the tone for the day more than (laughs) the negative stuff that's anticipated because of that anxious feeling yeah, and almost all of us have one of these. We have a phone and an alarm set to it. And I used to have something, you know, that would have a lot of, but I changed to these birds and the birds are, are chirping. And so it makes me feel like I'm, you know, it doesn't wake me up right away, but before it goes into uh, a tune, I have a Bach uh, song and I don't listen to Bach, but when it goes from the birds to that, I do wake up feeling, ah, it's a good day. <laughs> rather than the angst of oh you know i need to shut that noise off but thank you for sharing you know those uh things the transitions of how music throughout the day and ways that you can use your favorite song to embolden you make you anchored and feel you know gratitude or just feel good uh in the situations and things you go through in life or during the course of a day yeah you know you Go ahead. No, I apologize. I apologize. Go ahead, Nancy. Oh, I was just going to say that um, YouTube has some wonderful um, meditation music, Mm -hmm. um, you know, 8, 10, 11, 12 hours. And what I do is I I put it on in my front room. My computer is on the speakers. And then I take my phone and I do my, you know, my meditation at my bed. But I play the meditation music on YouTube throughout the night while I'm sleeping. And then when I wake up in the morning, because I go to the gym at five o'clock, I keep it playing until I come back because I feel like it's just contributing energy to my home and the space when I come in and out of it. So it, it's just constantly there. And um, I haven't done a gentle alarm <laughs> on the phone. But that's a great suggestion. I think it's time to. I have Mockingbird. <laughs> it's a bird, but it's 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 a get up and move song. <laughs> so, but I but I do like the. I think it's such a privilege that you know somebody took the time to create a meditation video that's like you know eight ten hours long. That's amazing. Yes, Johnny has a couple of things that you can listen uh, to. Uh, uh, can you share how to connect with your heart song and heart math? 
Yeah, so what I put in the in the chat, and uh, I could send this to you or to later on as an email as well. But HeartMath has a really beautiful demonstration of the. Um, I think there are three what they call coherent meditations that where you go into that space of gratitude. Uh, you can follow follow that along. They're free meditations. They're really beautiful. They're short, but they're very impactful. Uh, so it's called experience.heartmath dot com slash backslash free um, it's in the chat and then the other thing that I, I would just put on one of my favorites is Jonathan Goldman J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N Goldman G-O-L-D-M-A-N has a beautiful CD titled Ultimate Om Ultimate Om O-M and I listen, this one, I, I'm like Nancy, I just put this one on repeat and let it play while I sleep all night. Um, and thank you, Nancy, for that um, recommendation of YouTube. That's exactly what I was about to say, uh, that you can go to YouTube and type in, you know, uh, songs for relaxation, songs for background music, just whatever you, you your thought might be about trying to find relaxing music, song for abundance, songs for meditation. You'll find a plethora of, of music there on YouTube that you can just play. Oh, and, and I love the fact that they are at length, so you could, as, as short as you want, them to be or as long as you want them to be you'll find them there well, speaking of stories and speaking of YouTube you know uh, <laughs> powered by age prompts everyone who's a creative writer singer storyteller to record your story with us um, if you go to poweredbyage.com, you see a thing called spins, stories, poems, inspirations, and novelties. And within our group, Noel, Neil has some of his stories there uh, and poetry. I have some uh, poems and other people are welcome to, to uh, record there. So you can contact me at poweredbyage or <laughs> We, yeah, if you just go to poweredbyh.com, there's a response place on there where you can say you'd like to get in touch with us and you can get involved with our regular uh, podcast. We welcome storytellers. Uh, the stories that other people have told are great, as well as the meditations that other people have told. But each of you uh, have a story. Each of you have got a meditation or you have something that can inspire other people. So right now, as we're going into this holiday season, I'm going to say, make your gift. Write something that you want to share. Write something where you might have seen someone in a yellow jacket with a yellow umbrella that inspired you to write a poem, but instead of just thinking about it, you did it. So that as we go into the new year, we will have included in our spins or easy listening section uh, stories by Ramona, Leslie, Suzanne, Nancy, more by Neil, and more by me. I have heart balm just for you, <laughs> and I share that uh, at different places and times. So I just thank all of you for this delicious conversation we've had today and know that everybody's heart is being excited at hearing that you've been encouraged to 
feel love in your heart, to feel gratitude, to feel thankfulness at the times when people can get on your last nerve, <laughs> that you've got a stronger nerve around your heart that you can employ. So I am Charlotte Farrell, your own sister C. I look forward to you being with us again next month, next, <laughs> I was going to say Monday, next Thursday at one. And uh, tell a friend if you've heard something that you've liked and you want to let somebody else know that this is a way that they can share with other people who are doing positive things, that they can share their knowledge. You too could be the presenter for the day. So thank you so much, Jenny, for traveling and being with us. And we look forward to seeing and hearing more from your uh, website. And again, would you tell people how they can get in touch with you online? Yes, definitely. Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-I-E. Proby, P as in Paul, R-O-B-Y dot com. Johnny, Johnny thank you so much. That was wonderful. Thank, thank you. you. I'm thank so you. grateful. I appreciate thank the opportunity. Or the program. Thank I you. love your hat. You. I love hats. Did you make oh, that yes. <laughs> I've been crocheting hats since doing COVID. I've, I've done nine hats. That's one wow. of the ways I found. Oh, my God. <laughs> Today's is really beautiful, it's Charlotte. Crocheting. It looks yeah, so elegant. Very beautiful. Very nice. And Johnny, you have a wonderful voice. So lovely. Thank you for your presentation. I had a quick question. Does music help uh, improve uh, like students' educational abilities? intelligence to help them focus mm -hmm. okay yes it Memory can definitely also? help them focus Maybe. for sure with, with study <laughs> i used it when i was working on my master's that was the only thing that got me through it i think was the music okay, okay. <laughs> so uh, my contact information is there feel free to reach out to me and we can talk more about it offline thank you thank you so much my pleasure i'd like to uh, say hello to suzanne she was very quiet said very little today but i want to acknowledge because it, it looks like perhaps you and i are similar vintage <laughs> so my pleasure to have you uh, join the program today thank you oh well thank you for the comment yeah i i really didn't say much because you don't know what i'm i'm a retired teacher and um i've written poetry and stuff and i write grants for people and i write letters for people when they have problems with their products or something <laughs> I, and I only write to the president or CEO of the company and a couple of board members because I've served on boards for 20, 30 years, rather. Yeah. <laughs> Neil, share, Neil, share how old you'll be, how many years young you'll be in February. I'm going to be 82 years young. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and I just turned 80 last month. <laughs> Well, I, I I figured from the gray that you and I might be of similar vintage. I'm still only 81, but uh, I'm closer to 82 than I than I am to 81. So, <laughs> but hey, alive and young and healthy. What? That's thank right. you, thank you, yes. God. That's key. Yeah. Or whatever her name is. <laughs> Aileen. Aileen. Oh, more stories for another time. So I look forward to seeing all of you all and your wonderful, sweet, happy spirits will help all of us uh, to go through the week, go through 
our lives and just as you say let your light so shine that others can see the god the goodness that's within you and say what is this that makes you so happy <laughs> I, I i would like to add one small simple thing there's a website called from the other side.ca it doesn't sell you the book but it gives you six free poems and one short story please i invite anybody to come and enjoy my poetry okay neil from the other side.ca it, it, it it's available on amazon but i'm not there's no link to buy it on my website there's just some free poetry and one short story okay please enjoy thank you thank you, thank you. And again, in, encouraging each of you have, who have a story, uh, people say they've got a book in them. Well, what you've got is a lot of stories. So you don't have to worry about doing the whole book. Just write one story at a time. And you can see from today just people sharing stories, how delightful that is. So I'm looking forward to hearing more of Neil's stories and stories from each of you as we go down the way. So thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye. I've got to bye. 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 Bye.